Hello and welcome back to another episode of Destroy Digital. I'm Chris Asher. And I'm Mark Chen. And Mark, today we've got a massive, massive episode uh, jam-packed full of gold nuggets, I'm going to go ahead and say. What are we talking about, though? Kangaroos and boomerangs. Kangaroos and boomerangs, Mark? Kangaroos and boomerangs, specifically in Kakadu. Ah, that's right. We've uh, who have we been? Tell tell us about who we've been talking to about this one and all of that sort of thing. So we've been talking to Dante at Clickstarter, our great good friend in the Northern Territories, and we've we've had him on the podcast before. That's right. That's yeah. right. And uh, he's um, kindly asked us through official channels um, to do an episode on the Kakadu Tourism mm. Board. So we've had a look at their website. Yep. We've had a look at their socials. Yep. We've had a look at what else? We've had a look at an app. Yep. And um, we've also had a look at other people's websites. Yeah. We've we've done a lot of homework on this one. Yeah, we have. All right. So to set the ground, Kakadu Tourism is the official tourist body that handles all the tourism activities in the Kakadu National Park. Okay. And if you do a quick search on there, uh, and this is for our readers you will find that there are a couple of other websites that mention the Kakadu National Park. Uh, one of them is run by Parks Australia, which is the federal body. Yeah. And one's uh, run by the Northern Territory state government. Yeah. So we're not going to be talking about those guys. No. We're just going to be talking about the Kakadu Tourism Board. And this is, this is where we just got a little bit confused because there's no real, uh, like, we can't tell which site is run by... You know, like, By who's whom? the official, mm. like, who do we need to talk to That's right. when we want to go to... To Kakadu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you need passes uh, That's right. for all of the uh, well, to, parks getting into and land. Into native and, land. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Into indigenous land, you have to. Uh, um, so, but just for you, for our listeners, kakadutourism.com, that's where you need to go. It's proudly owned by the indigenous owners. Yeah. Apparently, there's five different tribes that have come together. Okay. To to manage um, the whole the whole area, which is I th- fantastic. I think that that should probably. I think that's probably a good place to start. Then that should maybe be a little bit clearer on the website when you first land oh, there. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's you know, the first question I asked was, "Oh, which is this kosher? Or is this you know? Is this a? It is there. It's proudly indigenous owned. Is there? Yeah. But it needs to be. But more I don't o- know really what that means. Yeah, it needs to be more overt, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. All right, so that's the first first that's the first nugget. All right, so I we've got so much to get through, um, and I've had a look at the website. I've got uh, just a few list things that like just key things that when I first get to the website, these are my impressions and mm-hmm. my instant things that I would probably change if I was if I was doing something with the site. If you know what I mean. Yep. I first get to the site, and the homepage is just. The banner that takes up the whole page is the YouTube video with the play button, and you don't really get any value there. Like, I thought it was the sun. The play button's right in the middle where the sun uh, is it supposed is, to be. Because it's yeah, because it's got like the background image and I was stuff. Like, why is there a triangle on the sun? <laughs> Sorry. So, so, um, the 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 first thing that I would probably suggest is um. It's a great video, first of all. Yeah. Great video. Uh, it doesn't... I've listened to it. it. It's just music playing over 
nice scenery of mm-hmm. um, Kakadu National yeah. Park. Yeah. And uh, which is part of the attraction. Well, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I don't get anything out of that other yeah. than pretty pictures. Yep. yep. So. What I'd suggest, and, and a lot of uh, places, a lot of websites do this, is use background videos. Yes. Because the landscapes and all of that stuff, the, the shots are really beautiful, mm. and it would work as a background yes. uh, image yep. for that landing uh, screen, mm-hmm. if you will. Well, that's your most expensive real estate, isn't it? Yeah. From a website perspective. Yeah. And mm. then over the top of that, You'd, you'd put your call to action of like, what is the number yeah. one? And I think I'd get into like the approach that I usually take with websites is what is the number one primary objective of this whole site? Mm-hmm. Number mm-hmm. one. Like yep. usually they'll say, oh, well, we want to do this. We want to do this. We want to do this. Okay, that's all good. But now let's prioritize those in an order so that yep. there's an absolute definitive number one priority. Mm-hmm. And that way when you've got those things written down, and ordered, yep. you can go back to them like, and go, oh, does this really match up with our key, um, our motivations for the site? Yeah, that's it. I, I totally get that. And, and so as kind of an overlay on top of this, I think what we've come, come about, I mean, the, the, I think the consensus here is that it's a great site. It's well done. Yeah. It, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing particularly wrong with it. Yeah. Um, but it's not working hard enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm, as a marketer, I'm going. Yeah, exactly. Where are the call to actions? You know, calls to action. Where are the, the yeah. points? Where are the points where you know where the customer, where the client goes, or the user goes? Great. That's where I follow. Yeah, I'm going there. It's it's kind of like here's everything. Just peruse it at your Schmuck, own leisure, kind of thing. Schmuck, Schmuck, board, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, one of the things that I do really, really like uh, is the six seasons, uh, feature on the homepage, which shows, uh, basically, uh, Kakadu has six seasons, uh, or is known to have like considered six seasons because yep. of the different. It's a gorgeous montage, but mm. it's great. And, and so what it does for people who are listening is it's got, and this could be used on any like tourism, travel, uh, mm. you know, even accommodation, you know, villas. We did uh, Clove Tree Hill uh, yeah. a while back. This is That's something right. that they might be able to benefit from. Yep. Um, and what it does is it shows all of the months going along horizontally and then with each of the months there's like a just a beautiful picture of what uh, well, the park n- looks like in, in different, yeah, different places yeah. in different times, yeah. Not Not each of the months, but um, the six seasons and whereabouts they start and finish in yep. the months and yep. stuff like that. It's a really good representation. That's right. And um, for you, for our listeners, if you hang to the website, what I'll do is I'll do a screen grab of this and then use that. I'll use that as the as our featured image. Okay, yeah, cool. Because it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I just think that that's there on the homepage. It's not really tied too closely with a call to action you can see that they've got the booking stuff underneath mm-hmm. uh like mm-hmm. accommodation things but why not include that on the accommodation pages as well just to remind people oh yeah, this is the right. time of year that you probably want to go so part of the mix that i'm going to be adding on to this my you know my two cents would be using content like that as part of your landing page strategy yeah exactly you know that's um, a good idea yeah uh so i'm i'm just 
I'm just going to add, you know, I'm, I know you've drilled down quite a bit, Chris, with, with your recommendations. Yeah, yeah. And what I'm going to be doing is I'll, I'll, I'll put a bit of color over it and, and with the context. So one of the contexts that, we, that, um, that I like to put forward is use your content, your social media content or whatever content you're putting out there to draw people in yeah. to the site. And I don't think that's happening right now. Yeah. There, is no, there is no peak content, um, stuff that, that you can put out on social, put out on YouTube or put out on Instagram, you know, that, that will draw people back to a particular call to action or a particular thing on the site. And so one, one thing I'm thinking about is, you know, if you're bringing, coming to Kakadu, you're probably coming as a family experience. So you should have some content out there for the kids. Yeah. You know, um, as a, as a Singaporean growing up, I know the Dreamtime stories. It's Australia. It's one of Australia's number one cultural exports. You know, these, these be, they, they were my bedtime stories. Yeah. Why not? Why not turn that into a draw um, as, a, as a bit of content on YouTube or, and or Facebook? Mm. And when you click on that, you bring, come, to a web, come to a landing page and that piece talks about how, you know, this is the land, the land that the kangaroo, you know, got its pouch. Yeah. And you tell the story about the kangaroo, how the kangaroo got its pouch. So what I'm trying to get at is have content that brings people to the website yeah, and you can have them come to landing pages that specifically answer the question that you put out and that, on well, that content. Yeah, and that's good, um, especially if you have multiple like priorities. That's a way of going, well, yeah, look, we, our number one priority is get people here. Our number two priority is get people on this cruise or whatever it is or yep. on this tour or whatever it is. If you... If you have the main website focuses on that number one priority, you can still have landing pages that focus on those other priorities. Exactly, exactly. And that's one way of making sure that your website doesn't look too hard sell as well. Yeah, exactly. So the the next thing that I noticed on the website was uh, the email sign up down the bottom. And it mm. just sort of says, uh, you've got it there in front of you. It says um, sign up for specials, specials and, and updates. updates. Yeah. Specials on what and updates about what. Like, what am I, I, like, I don't know what I'm signing up for really. Mm. Like, I get an idea with the specials. Like, there must be, you know, maybe activities or something like that. Yeah. But I think that a more compelling call to action to sign up to a newsletter might be worthwhile. Oh, yeah. Um, look, one, a good strategy that um, other people use is that they have a blog article. Yeah that talks about a particular thing about their offering. Okay. And then the call to action is to get more stories like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sign exactly. up to our newsletter. Yeah. More of, more of this sort of content yeah, than sort of sign content. up and we'll let yeah, you know. That's right. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, and that makes sense. And it gives some context as to why what I'm yeah, signing up. Exactly. exactly. And then the final little one that I wanted to uh, mention in the website mm -hmm. is the mobile menu and that is did that drive you nuts? gigantic <laughs> it's huge uh, and i'll just explain what what happens is you open it and uh they've sort of they've everything's already expanded like all of the sub menus are all expanded already yeah and you're scrolling like crazy yeah but it's it's not that you're just it's not just that you're Scrolling like crazy, you're overwhelmed with, I don't know what I need to find yes. in here. Yeah, And I feel like they opened it up maybe because 
it wasn't explanatory enough to have them closed. So they thought, well, let's just open them so everyone can see everything in exact. But it's kind of probably counterintuitive. And I think if if it's not working, then you might want to reconsider the overall structure. Yeah, I get that. Um, I think it goes back to your original observation about what's your primary, secondary and tertiary purpose. Yeah. Because if you don't have that, then what happens is that you, you, you're you not confident to say that this is what this site's about. So you present everything in one go. Yeah, exactly. And, wh- and what you said as well with um, like people seeing what path they want to follow easily. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's obvious that if you need to show them everything... Well, that's too much choice. I get overwhelmed and yeah. I shut down the site because my brain hurts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Our brains hurt easily, just by the way. Um, <laughs> that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my thoughts on the website. Because, uh, I mean, we've still got so much to get through. Well, right. we, we could do we're, a whole episode on every single on the, thing. Yeah. You've got some more stuff for no, the website? No, I think, I think that, look, I'm, 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 the, the website's an online brochure. It does what it needs yeah. to do. Augmented with landing pages and a bit more call to act, calls to action. I think that's 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 my that's my only advice. Yeah. All right. So now we heading off onto social media land. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's head off to social media land. See you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, turn, turn left on that rock that looks like a wombat and yeah. take three steps. I had a look at I had a look at the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look. It's it's not too bad. The Instagram's not too bad, but something happened at the start of the year, at the start of this year, right. from between the 31st of December and the 1st of January. It's got New Year's Eve. Yeah. It went from 2018 to 2019. <laughs> That's what happened. But something happened on their Instagram where what they were doing was, and this is really good, um... They were finding, sourcing people who had taken really brilliant photos um, and they were featuring them on their Instagram and sa- yep. and tagging back the person and all of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But they weren't using any hashtags. Mm. So, like, the quality of imagery on the Instagram was really good. Yeah. And then I can see a difference in the quality with the stuff that's posted this year. Yep. In that it looks maybe less edited or I don't know what it is. Maybe trying but to be more real. Yeah. Um, which honestly on Instagram, people want the fantastic. Yes. That's what go. they want. That's yep. what gets you into people. Like that's what people follow you for. They, yep. they want to imagine they want, it's an escape. Yeah. I totally get that. Um, yeah. I mean, when you showed me the feed, I was looking at those photos and I'm going, what's wrong with the Instagram? It looks awesome. Yeah, and I get the audience as well. You know, you're not getting the kids, mm. you're not getting the family uh, travelers. Perhaps you're getting the more of the more of the adventurer type yeah. uh, travelers. And here's the other thing: use your different channels for different segments of your audience because you can't be all things to all men, no, and women, no. And especially Instagram is one of those places where if you do one thing and you do it really well. Just keep doing that. Exactly. And a, a lot of for individuals, that's really boring. Like for me, my personal Instagram, it's mm. just whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. But the really successful ones, uh, they find one specific thing and yep. a style, and they everything, just go and it. they just go. And that's what I feel like they had. 
Yeah. But I feel like that's changed a little bit. I get that. I mean, it's okay to be more real in t- on Twitter. Like Twitter, yeah, you yeah. can have more personal stories. So maybe quarantine your, your social media that way. Yeah. Um, and then on Facebook, you can have more family-friendly content, you know. And then that's how you sort of curate, you know, um, um, you know what goes where. Yeah. But there was one other change, uh, which was they started using hashtags a little bit better. Just a little? Just a little. Like, they were doing pretty well, but I think that they could probably put a few more in there and, and just spend a little bit more time on yep, it. Yep. Um, but they were doing better with the hashtags. And the, so I feel like someone else started doing it. Mm. They were maybe either taking their own photos or whatever it was. Okay. Yep. Um, or they decided to stop curating uh, these and featuring other photographers' photos. Um, right. And I, so I'm not really entirely sure, but... Mm-hmm. Something definitely happened. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I guess the the takeaway from that is bring the old photos back, but keep the keep, new tags, keep the new hashtags, yeah, and and the new and, an, and written content. And tr- yep. you you yep. you sent yep. me a message the yeah. other day. Yeah. So we've got so Instagram's done something new that they've never done before. What's that? Alt tags. Alt tags. Alt tags. For tags. the non-web developer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, an alt tag is a description of an image in case that image doesn't load on a website. It displays the description of the image. And people use it for search engine optimization on websites so yep. that they can say, this is an image of this. And you can use like a keyword or whatever right. in the description of the alt tag. Yep. And, and, and blind people use that um, to get a their automatic readers their their yep, read, the readers. readers will read and explain to them what photo what that photo is describing yeah or describe the photo for them so, so that's it's whole, an accessibility thing yep as well as well yeah. as a search engine thing because yeah. you know um image search search is image search but when in when the search engine searches an image if there's text describing the image yeah it just adds to your to your you know to your searchability I also, I know that uh, Instagram don't roll out features to, te- generally don't always roll out features to everyone at the same time. So I haven't actually had time to check the alt tag situation in my Instagram uh, yeah. app. Yes. Have you? No, I haven't. I haven't. But I, I get what you're saying because Facebook does that as well. Yeah. Um, so, and Instagram's owned by Facebook, by the way, guys, if you haven't realized. <laughs> Uh, so I haven't, I haven't actually checked that out, but what it does mean is that you can do a little bit more search engine optimization with your images in Instagram. And you can go backwards as well. So you can add alt tags to existing photos. Ah, okay, cool. So that might be something that we all need to go and do. Well, if you want your photos to be found. Yeah, exactly. So that was the Instagram stuff. I've also looked at their YouTube Oh, I have a question about oh, Instagram yeah. before we move on. Yeah, sure. Um, the fact that, you know, you've got people coming to your park and you've got a tour guide that takes this group, you know, groups of people around your park. I certainly do, yes. Uh, wouldn't it be fun to get them to hashtag themselves? That would be good. That would be fun. Mm. Um, then, yeah, sorry, go on. No, just give them a bunch of official hashtags, use them and hashtag yourself and then... Well, I wonder if there there could be some sort of signage in those, you know, when they usually have, oh, uh, yeah. like, the yeah. information things, whether you can yep. put uh, hashtag signage and oh, stuff yeah. like that, that could be so fine. that you can, yeah. Yeah. All right, before you guys think we're completely nuts, right, um, the Kakadu National Park is completely Wi-Fi'd up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before you do think that we're completely nuts. <laughs> yeah, we want you to go to the middle of Australia and, yeah. uh, and whip Instagram out your phone and Instagram and stuff. And have no reception. Uh, no. 
No, the Northern Territory government has been very, uh, or the government has, yeah, has been very um, um, aware that this will help tourism and they've, they've, they've yeah. Wi-Fi'd up the whole place. So you can't really get lost. Okay, so uh, now the YouTube? Yeah. I got a ton of YouTube things. Oh, really? So, yeah, I'm just going to rapid right, fire right. this I, out. I'm going to keep quiet. I'm going to let Chris do this because I think he's on a roll. Woo, here we go. <laughs> uh, the last few videos are beautiful, but who's looking at them? That's my question. Is like, who are they for? Do you want me to answer? I promise not to say anything. Yeah, go, no, go for it. Answer. I don't know. Oh, okay. My, I think that they're more for like the website embedding. Ah. But there's a lot of there's a lot of that, um, right. and I think it's because maybe they just don't know really what else to do. You know okay. what I mean? Like, okay. so my advice would be to do more informative and interesting content. Like the the shots are beautiful, the mm-hmm. music's there, but like if you go on YouTube, what are you gonna look up to find that? Like, yeah. what are you going, you, people aren't just typing in, I want to watch a video with some music, with some footage of yeah. yep. of Kakadu National Park and sit in my chair in my office and watch that. Yep. Like, I want to find, like, I'm searching something to find it. So, mm. so focus your content a little bit more on search engine results and like search queries and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll just give you a quick couple of examples and um which is just the last three videos that they that they put up. Mm-hmm. So one of the most recent one is the Kakadu with Dan Moore and Jackson Groves, which is also the one that's featured on the homepage. Yep. Uh with 158 views in six months. Yep. So that suggests to me that one, if if it's been up for six months, I don't know how long it's been on the homepage. Are people getting to the homepage and actually clicking play? Because I'm yeah. assuming that there's been more than 158 people on the website in six months. Yep. First of all, it's obviously not working for them mm-hmm. um, having that click so, thing yeah, go back to the website stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but also, no one's searching for this. And I had a look at the tags. I've used a, a browser plugin that looks at the keywords that they're mm-hmm. trying to rank for in yep. the tags when you when you upload a youtube video you can add tags to it yep here are the tags kakadu crocodile crocodiles crocs adventure four by four nature fishing waterfalls tour tourism northern territory australia aboriginal land boat gopro now if i just gave you all of those words would you be able to tell me what that video was actually about? No. It was it's like a smorgasbord. Of, it, it's a, a smorgasbord. And so stuff. so what happens is the YouTube algorithm sees all of those things and goes, "Oh wait. Is it, there's there's two things about crocodiles here, but there's also adventure and waterfalls and tourism like what am I going to specifically Absolutely. suggest this when someone types in, you know, if they type in Northern Territory, well, this is also trying to target fishing and waterfalls, so it's probably not going to... So reduce reduce the tags yep. or, like, maybe not reduce... Uh, I think that's the wrong word. Reduce the topics of the tags... Mm. Create variations of the same tag. Yep. 
So if it was, um, I would probably even say Kakadu Landscape, Landscape Photography Kakadu, Landscape Cinematography, yep. things like that. Um, and just really focus on what it is and what you're looking at. Yep. Um, and don't put in things like 4x4 or nature, like these really broad unspecific keywords well i'm 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 gonna i'm 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 gonna jump in go and jump in mr mark i totally hear what you're saying and one of the things that really up like got caught my attention was the fact that they they actually have some four by four activities sure and they do have fishing activities so do individual videos about each of those things boom yeah you know have a four by four video Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four exactly. by four video series, you know, of doing four by four, like the different tracks and the different. Absolutely. You know, three. You know, uh, uh, or do get invite Pat Callanan. You know, with um, his, I don't his, know who uh, that he, is. He's got his own TV show. He's a four by four guy. Uh, okay. Get him to do a series. Yeah. You know, three episodes or four episodes of driving through Kakadu. Doesn't even. It doesn't even out. actually like. I mean, if you don't have the budget for him. Yeah. Just do. Yeah. Just just someone. Just some, um, exactly. And with the fishing. I mean, get a little fishing show going. Yeah. You Why know, not? Show what it's... I mean, you've got, there's four photos on the website yeah. where people have got this massive fish. Wouldn't it be cool to, to watch them actually land those fish? And they don't have to be massive productions no, either. exactly. Like that's... And, and imagine the YouTube opportunity. You know? Oh, for sure, definitely. And, and you know, and and the, the tagging, and then the and the and the search engine optimization, because people who are search, searching for fishing adventure holidays, yeah, will exactly. find you. People who are searching for 4x4 four four adventure holidays will find you. Well, here's, here's the next video. Um, 42 views in nine months, a journey through Kakadu. No tags. 42 views. Yeah, no tags. How old is that video? Nine months. 42 views in nine months. Yeah, but that's that's because there's no tags. It also, a journey through Kakadu doesn't really describe it. See, because you've got to use the, you've got to use the keywords in the description. Mm-hmm. You've got to use it in the tags mm-hmm. and you've got to use it in the title. Right. Right. If that's, that's the real optimization of a video. Yep. And the other thing is, and uh, you were nearly touching on it before. Um, Sorry. No, no, no. Don't, I, I don't, mean, don't you dare ever apologize to me, Mark. But. Touching. Oh, okay. Uh, yellow water cruises. I'm just going to move right along. Um, that's the next video. <laughs> yellow water cruises. The tags are wildlife, Kakadu National Park, Northern Territory, crocodile cruise, Billabong bird, birds, holiday sunset sunrise. Yeah, yeah. Kuinda. I'm yeah. not sure. That's a, it. Must be an yeah. Aboriginal word. Um, or an area, or, it's or, or maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but again. Like there's a lot of like bird, yeah. That and crocodile. You don't you don't need t- bird and crocodile. Yeah, like I mean, did the crocodile eat the bird? I mean, you could do crocodile on cruise. Like longer keyword, like they yeah, don't have to be single that. words. Longer yes. tailed keywords. I yeah. People are that. That's something that um because all the single word keywords. Are all the single taken. keywords. All the, the single keywords are all Sorry. have all been. Had have got a ring on it. <laughs> They've all been taken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you They've know, all been taken. You wind up in this massive pot of everyone else's videos or everyone else's search yeah. uh, results. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're just you're never going to rank for those things. No. Um, so long tail keywords. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, there is a light at the end of this YouTube tunnel because how do you get those long tail keywords? There's a plugin called Tube Buddy uh, well, that I use. Yeah, yeah, we've talked, talked about, about it before. Yep, it's in you the can do your key. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can do your keyword research on there. Yep. And the strategy for YouTube is to do your keyword research before you make the video. Mm, so you know what you're making. So that you know, you start going, okay, here's the keyword that we're going to be targeting and we can target that with this sort of a content. And yep. we've already done the SEO before we pull the camera out. Absolutely. And now you've got a fighting chance in getting exposure through YouTube. Yep. So that's YouTube covered oh nearly i've got one more thing Mm -hmm. if you've got a budget like you were talking about yeah it's one thing to get someone on your youtube channel but even better to get your uh national park onto other people onto other people's youtube channels yeah and the way that you can do this that this is the thing you want to make sure it looks good Mm. so it's not necessarily the the YouTube travel blogger that you need. Okay. It's the cinematic blogger that you need. Mm. So if you've got someone that can do, just invite them to come and do, you know, stay here for five days, make a couple of videos on whatever you want. Yep. It really doesn't matter. Yep. Like it could be like, oh man, I just, I just had an idea. Get photography, photography and videography channels to come. Oh yeah. Get a group of them. Yep. To come and do photography in Kakadu National Park and make videos on, even if it's lens reviews. Yep. At at I the National that. Park. Totally get that. Because there's going to be other photographers who are watching those channels, and they'll spread the word, and they will want to come here and take photos well, too. That's that's um that's what Ansel Adams did for um the American National Parks. Oh really? He took these wonderful photos of the Grand Canyon, you know, and the Grand Tetons. And yeah. Next thing you know, people were coming to yeah. see the Grand Canyon. I mean, when he took photos of the Grand Canyon, he actually had to get up there. He had to drive and then he had to stop driving. Then he had to get on a donkey and then he had to stop getting on a donkey and he had to climb the freaking mountain himself with yeah. the camera on his yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. You know, now like of they it, don't need, they don't always need, you know, they need good hospitality, you know, but mm. like they don't need to be airlifted up a mountain. No, what I'm like, saying was when he took the photo, no one knew these mountains existed. Yeah. Because they, you know, they were so remote. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, wow, it became a national park and because and it's, you know, people now go there you know, in the throngs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a great idea, Chris. Yeah, so that's like, don't really target the travel people because that's only, their audience is only going to be people who are, you know, oh, I wish yeah. I could go there one day. Oh. It, I, but probably aren't ever going to. I, can't, I don't see that as an issue coming to Kakadu to do a photography tour. Yeah, exactly. You know, get Get a... Try and line up a bunch of, you know, 500 a million plus subscriber channels. Yep. Yep. 500,000, I mean, not 500. Mm, yep. um, half a million to a million plus mm. uh, channels to come and do photography and videography and say, we've got these amazing sites, take them there at certain times, yep. provide a special tool just for these groups yep. so that they can make their YouTube videos in in a place and market it towards people who 
are photographers and and videographers. Yeah, yeah because okay. they actually will travel all over the world to do that. Yeah, that's a great that's a great idea. I like that. Um, that's YouTube done. Are you okay. Done? Yeah. Oh, can, can I throw one thing? Oh, in now? yeah. You got a one. Okay. Yeah. Another one. <laughs> another one. Another one for YouTube. Um, another thing that you can do for YouTube is have a little a children's animation series. Oh, really? Well, look at Disneyland. Yeah. Six locations around the world, and everybody wants to go to Disneyland. Everyone with a kid, anyway, is forced to go to Disneyland at some point because the kids want to go. Yeah. Because they want to go see where Princess Ariel lives, right? Yeah. So why not have a little? I, I've seen them on YouTube. I mean, there's you know, some animations out there about the, you know, about um, um, yeah, you know, how the kangaroo got its pouch, you know, yeah. and uh, and and stories like that. I've I've got an idea. Mm-hmm. Let's leave this on a cliffhanger for part two. What do you reckon? Ooh, we're we're out of time, Mister Mark. I've hogged it all. We're gonna do a let's do a part two of this. All right. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Yes, indeed. And if you really want to help out, the, and if you really like the content that we're doing, and you really like to help out the podcast, visit www.destroydigital.com.au. Right, and if you want to be featured on the podcast, uh, obviously not the next episode because that's going to be part <laughs> two of this. Because we've got so much. I realized I looked at the time. We've got so much more to get through. Yeah. Right. Okay. Just go to the website uh, that we just said earlier mm-hmm. and uh, fill out a form. Tell us about your business, yep. all of that sort of thing. If you know someone, tell that needs advice or would like advice. Okay. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. Well, we've book- actually got a couple of questions come through. Yes, we do. Uh, but I think we're going to have to wait till the end of the next episode, episode to to get to them. Ooh, another cliffhanger. I know. Uh, so many it. cliffhangers. What on earth are we doing? All right. So two more things. Get onto iTunes. Give us reviews. We would love a review. We love good reviews, especially. Yeah, those ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and the Australian Podcast Awards. Yes. They uh, are they up? They're up. It's time nodding. to vote. Okay, I need to get onto our website. Uh, hopefully, by the time this is up, there'll be a link on our website. If not, uh, comment on our Facebook say, saying, "Where's the, the link? link. <laughs> we can't can't vote for you without the link, Chris." Yeah. Mm. All yeah. right. All right. And on that note, thanks for listening, and go destroy something today. <laughs>